What's up, guys, and welcome to the Sons of Comics podcast. I'm your host, Steve Pugh, and on the show today, uh, we had uh, Scott Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez with us, and we talked about the Jessica Jones uh, Netflix series and reviewed it, and we chatted amongst ourselves about its fine points and its low points, few they may be. But due to some recording issues, this podcast is broken up into sections which I have pieced together. Uh, in a very Frankensteinish or Doctor Frankensteinish way, so please bear with me as this is sort of an incomplete podcast, but it is sort of semi-complete in a very hodgepodge, uh, mix and match, cut-up way. So enjoy what you can, and uh, look forward to our Star Wars review coming to you soon. On here. Um. Like, are we recording now? Because I also was going to ask you, Steve, if I could borrow Battlefront next week. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, do you have some? Do you have a friend with uh, Battlefront, or someone that wants to play? Yeah, my brother-in-law. Oh, nice. It's, he finally—it's funny—he finally got a girlfriend. Oh, like, did he? It was a few weeks ago, and then uh, I guess he's going to—I don't know—he's going out of state with her family for for Christmas. And I'm like, dang, I thought it was kind of funny. Anyways, long story short, he goes, hey, can you pick me up from the airport? I'm like, sure. And so, apparently he's going to stay with us over, stay with us overnight. And I thought, oh, okay. Then we'll stay up and play Battlefront. So, I, even though um, he didn't actually, he wasn't actually purple, I felt like that probably would have been too, I guess, too much for Wait, this. wait, you're, you're totally jumping here. Friend, Am I? Where, where'd we, we go? Where were we? What, well, let's see, where we were is we were talking about, um, so, let's see, we were talking about, um, uh, Cage, Luke Cage. Oh, Luke Cage, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Personally, I, I liked, like, I don't know, I wouldn't have minded Luke Cage having more, just more to kind of show his personality, but as far as, like, how he figured into the plot i i didn't i wasn't bothered by the fact that she was ba- that that he was basically um a supporting character for her mostly because i don't know and you guys tease me for being a feminist and crap but i mean how many times have we seen the opposite where it's oh, like he's he the, fit in very well i felt like uh even though he's getting his own series, uh, his part, as yeah. minor as it was, even though it wasn't actually too minor, he played a big role in it. Like, yeah, yeah. he was a big part he, of the story, and he's a big part of her eventual story. Yeah. So, I felt like he fit in very well. And he was badass. Yeah. And he, you know, he gave that guy that glaring look when he tried to shove that glass bottle in his neck. He's like, yeah. dude, really? Yeah. Like, are you freaking serious? It's like, I will crush you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just, just don't uh-huh. even try it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, anyway, for our audience, off, off, uh, off recording, Gabe asked me what I felt about the fact that in the comics, um, Jessica's origin story really kind of starts with her being in high school with Peter Parker and kind of having a crush on him. And, like, that kind of directly leads into her, you know, 
one way or another, like, leads into how she got her powers through the car accident. And I was just, and I was mentioning to Gabe the fact that I would have loved to have had that sort of stuff in there because that was one of the fun things of the comics is just the way that she fit into the Marvel universe. Because you know, one of because one of the big things about her comic is in the lead up to the show, a lot of people are like, I don't even know who the crap she is. I'm like, well, that was kind of the point of the comic. The comic was like, oh, let's introduce you to the character who. Um, has been here all along, but you've never known. Um, you've never known because we just made her up uh, just barely, but she's been here all along. And uh-huh. they had like fun with showing how she's been here all along. Yeah, they definitely retconned her in there, and that was uh, one of the fun things about her is that they take these characters that aren't as well known as others, and they can really make them shine because they have they have clay to work with. They don't have to pull from other yeah. stories, they can kind of make it up as they go and make something really cool out of it. And Jessica Jones is one of those where they've gone back and they've added her in. And I can totally yeah. see why Peter Parker would have rejected her, because if you look in Jessica Jones, her in high school and in junior high, she wasn't that pretty. She was kind of like, yeah. Peter Parker in his head was like, no, I'm more of a redhead kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, so. well, I mean, he... I. But even still, it was just sort of like, I think the biggest reason why that they didn't translate that to the TV show is the fact that Jessica Jones is in like her 30s, and Tom Holland, who's playing Peter Parker, is totally a teenager still in high school. He's like, what, 17 years old? Yeah, yeah. And I think there's not really any wibbly, wobbly, timey-wimey explanation they could come up with for how those two were in high school together when he is currently in high school and she is currently an adult. Yeah. Uh... Plus, I, plus, I also imagine that they're wanting to save that for when he gets revealed. And... Oh, yeah, I'm sure. There'll probably be some, you know, goth, black-haired chicken... Spider-Man's first movie that they're going to be like, oh, Jessica Jones, oh, oh, hey, Jessica, you know, something in there. <laughs> Some goth chick in the corner just leering at him from afar like, I like him. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Gabe, what, uh, I know you have to go, but um, why don't you give us your, your final say on the show? Is it a yay or a nay? Uh, who was your favorite character, such and such? Oh, uh, see my final thoughts. Well, I'm more... I'll be honest, I'm more neutral on this one. Like, I didn't... I didn't really... It didn't exactly meet my expectations, but it didn't, it didn't disappoint me either. Um, what else? Uh, the one, like, on a, on, a, on a more positive note, I liked... I liked how they showed a little bit more of um, this being of a detective story, like you guys were talking about earlier, uh, you know, they, they, they played on her strength of her being a PI a lot, which they, sh- they should be doing, because that's what, you know, that's what she was in the series, um, I liked how they were tying in, you know, little, um, little bits of info about, about a, a sequel to be expected for the series, along with a little bit more on, Un- unraveling her origin story is they um, I guess 
based on what they want to show us, there's there's like a good chunk of her origin story that they want to show, and <clears throat> with the way that they're with the way that they're moving forward with it, I thought, oh, okay, that's that's kind of neat, you know. They're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna leave us hanging like with all the pieces of info that they had out. Because in the beginning, in the beginning of the sh- in the beginning of the season, they showed, um, what was it? They showed they kind of just throw you in there like, oh, this is what's going on, and you're and a lot of viewers who don't know her, you know her her character or her story at all or would be would be in the in the episodes and on top of that a lot of people really didn't know like what's like who he was where he came from and on top of that um her and a couple other people kept making references to the hulk and they and people would sit and think well how did she get you know you're sitting there thinking well how how did she get her powers anyways and then you know, as the as as the show goes on, you find oh, you know, the everyone got their powers distinctly, and because it kind of, at first it kind of makes you think oh, maybe they all got it from from uh, you know whatever from phenomena that included the Hulk, until they realized oh no, that was just a reference for, you know, uh, <clears throat> for the for the last Avengers movie that took place, and then on top of that, uh. You know, as you keep going on with the story, you learn more about about uh, you can well you can kind of predict where they're gonna go moving forward. I know there's more with Luke's story that they're probably gonna introduce in the next season. And on top of that, we're, I'm pretty confident they're gonna show us more about um, what was it IGH? Uh, that, yeah, yeah. That uh, experimented on Jessica while she was while she was younger. Um, what else? Uh, I like the fact that they're gonna that they you know uh, blended in Malcolm into her story, and I, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see more of him. Uh, what else? And then you know I'm just I'm actually kind of uh, the one thing I am excited to see is who who's who is she gonna take on you know in the next in the next season. As they envelop more into into her story. And yeah, that's, that's a that's a that's a good question because um, you know, in the comic she didn't really, you know, it's like it, her comic ended when Kilgrave did. <laughs> so where they would take it in another season, I don't know. Yeah, good <laughs> question. And I'm pretty sure that what they're gonna do is they're probably gonna find like, um. Uh, what I what I'm what I'm predicting is what what I've noticed is like these these guys like to swap um, what's it called they like to switch focus from from villains for instance uh, you know we we all know Kilgrave was was her you know was was the one person she had the biggest beef with but on top of that she you know she, in the in the comic series she she came across like Maybe a couple other villains here and there that weren't as big as a threat as Kilgrave. But what my prediction is, they're going to take those few and just kind of magnify, magnify those stories so it looks like they've, you know, they've had a bigger impact to her than what they really did. And knowing the way, and that's what I like about how Netflix and Marvel um, come up with these stories because they, 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 they take their time to do it right, and so they'll take something. 
they'll take something as simple um, as anything you can think of and just elaborate it enough to where it's not overcomplicated, but just detailed enough for you to understand why and how it could fit into into a hero story. So, but yeah, it, that yeah. that should be that should be a big a big excitement drawn on the back of my mind when they when they release the second season. Yeah, definitely. And that is it for me, folks. Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. See, see you later. <laughs> see ya. All right, and then there were two. Hold on a second, Scott. Let me just make sure things are still rolling here. Okay. Um, let's see here. Hmm. <clears throat> what? So I, even though um, he what I I didn't yeah. So I felt like people were like I don't even know who the years old. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's not really any. This being of a detective story, the way that they're with the way that they're moving forward with it, I thought, oh, okay, that's that's kind of neat, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, don't know what's to play. Yeah, my brother-in-law. Come on, you have a you have a glass trackpad. It's a MacBook. You... Come right, on, you have a you have a glass trackpad. It's a MacBook. You don't need to click. Oh yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Hmm. My freaking recording thing like just updated. Like we want Weird. you to update to the new, the new thing. Like I don't want to do that. Why would I want to do that? But did it like go ahead and do it anyway? I think it did. Um, Come on, you have a you have a glass trackpad. Okay. It's a Mac. There's that. Um. In the in the episodes, and on top of that, a lot of people really didn't know like what's like who he was or he came from, and on top of that, um. Her and a couple other people kept making references to the Hulk, and they, and people would sit and think, well, how did she get, you know, you're sitting there thinking, well, how how did she get her powers anyways? And then, you know, as the, as the, as the show goes on, you find, oh, you know, the, everyone got their powers distinctly. Well, it looks like I've got pieces of our conversation I'll have to piece together, but... Um, yeah, I, uh, overall, let me see here, um, overall, I generally enjoyed Jessica Jones, I don't know about you, I, I, I liked it, I just didn't like it as much as I liked Daredevil. Yeah, I can, I can kind of see that, I feel like, I think Daredevil might have more rewatchability. Yeah. Whereas... But I mean, 
Jessica Jones was was Jessica Jones was just really great in the way that I don't know. I feel like we barely even scratched the surface of some of the other stuff too. Like there's, um, I mean, there's Nuke in there, and then we have yeah. uh, Rachel Taylor yeah. is going to be Wildcat, or was no. that is that her name or Hellcat? Sorry, Hellcat. Who I thought she was probably like my favorite character in the whole show. She was great. She was excellent. Like yeah. I love, I loved her character, and I was like. Uh, yeah like at and, first uh, i wasn't sure about her i was like she's kind of annoying and she's just kind of in the way but yeah I, then after a little while i was like okay she's she feels like she has purpose in the story and she really like put her hands in and she's like i'm gonna do something so yeah. i was like wow she's pretty cool and then um her history as well with jessica was interesting to see um yeah. how they kind of became friends like at first, she was just like, "Oh, I have this weird girl living with us in our with our family," and then they're yeah. like, you know, they understand each other and they were childhood yeah. friends. Yeah, and I liked it too because it's like in in the um, you know in the original uh, in the original comic, her best friend wasn't Hellcat at all. Like they've never had a connection with each other. It was right instead. Instead, it was uh, Captain Mar. Well, Ms. Marvel at the time, but Captain Marvel. And that's uh, Carol Danvers, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like that was her friend in the comic, but since they're like holding Carol Danvers for like later, that's why they didn't. Um, yeah, I guess that's why they didn't use her. But I mean, I loved, I loved Hellcat in there, and Nuke. I thought was really. He was a really interesting kind of tragic figure in his own way because you you look at him and you can kind of see how somewhere in there is a guy with good intentions, but just how muddled and screwed up. Uh, he's very uh, he's tainted, you know. He's um, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of poisoned to it all. I mean, he's yeah, he's looking to do the right thing in the wrong way. And, exactly. Uh, he's kind of a Punisher esque kind of guy, but he goes all the way to the other side. You know, he's a villain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, and so yeah, I found him. I found him to be a very interesting character. And I also really liked how. Um, I guess that's because Nuke in the comics has like a red has a red, white, and blue flag tattooed on his on face. His face but, yeah. But I liked how. Do you think we'll see that they, next season? Maybe, maybe not, but even if we don't, they sure made him dress a lot like Steve Rogers. They sure did. It was like, wow, they they it like really... this persona of like, because everything starts with like the superhero or super soldier uh, project, and mm-hmm. that's like where all this stems from, so it's like a Steve Rogers kind of thing to do to make him yeah. look like him, blonde hair, uh, muscular build. Yeah. You know, on some sort of drug. Yeah, brown leather jacket. Brown leather jacket. Hashtag jacket theory. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the significance of that hashtag, but yeah, no, it's, it's out there. Okay. Hashtag Star Wars jacket speculation. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. That's that's the one. That's the one. Uh, that's the ticket. But I liked Simpson. I thought he was a he was an interesting wild card. They kind of threw him yeah. in there to say. You know, is he going to help out in the end, or is he going to kind of be the uh, force for evil here? Is he going to? Yeah. What's he going to do? Although I was actually like, I was ticked when he torched the evidence. I was so. Oh, I was pissed. I, off. Like I was livid 
that he torched the evidence. And he and killed I, the cop. And, yeah, and that actually ticked me off. Like, I felt that was completely unnecessary. Like, that, why why did that character have to die? Uh, it's like we you said before, I mean? you know, he was taking steps to to the but, dark side here. And no, like you're looking at it from an in-universe. You're looking at it from an in-universe perspective. I'm looking at it in terms of somebody sat down, wrote that script, and said, I'm deciding to kill off this character. And I look at their reasons for doing that, and I feel like their reasons were not justified enough to write it that way. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's like you. it's like they could have written it another way or something. Like they could, and and it also just kind of felt, it felt the fact that just like Ben Urich died in Daredevil, totally unnecessary. Yeah, and it was like, and both of them were were older, more experienced black guys, it, it, it starts to feel a little like stereotyping. You know what I mean? Like the black guy always dies, right? Exactly. They always exactly. got to kill the brother. It's like, can we please buck that stereotype? Yeah, it's it's getting old. It's like, just, just yeah. shoot an old white guy. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, and then, and then the fact, too, that they're, like, talking about how close he was to retirement. I'm like, oh, my gosh, man, they better not kill him. You gotta, you really like to stack on the on the hurt, don't they? Well, I mean that's such and a cliche. Though. That it is. It's such a cliche. Like I'm so mean, close you... to retirement, and then the third, the you know, yeah. omniscient third party is like, oh, time to kill him. Hurry, 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 yeah. hurry, hurry. Yeah, exactly. It's and same thing as um, you know, it's like same thing as as you know. Let me show you a picture of my wife and kids. It's like, oh, that guy's gonna die. Yeah, he did. Yep, yep. So what always happens. Even though this show didn't have the amount or technicality of fight scenes that Daredevil had, I still felt like it, it had enough action to keep me satisfied. Yeah. But I kinda, it, I... it's, like, it, it's like watching Humphrey Bogart do, um, gosh, what was that, what was that noir uh, detective film that he did um... way back? Uh, Maltese Fa- Falcon? No, not that one. Uh, Are you talking about um, Casablanca? No, 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 no. Uh, he was like an actual like he was like a private detective doing something rather. It was in the states. Uh, I'm trying so hard to think of it, but in it he spends most of the time trying to find out about this crime, and he gets into scuffles. You know, that's what this whole series is made up of was scuffles and detective yeah. work. But it definitely worked for her. I didn't feel like she needed to have these big fight scenes because, we'll be honest, I mean, she can punch a guy and just kill him. Whereas Daredevil, it takes time for him to whittle, you know, these yeah. guys down. Yeah, He's chipping exactly. away the, at him. He's a chipper. Yeah. And then she can just, yeah. you know, break bones. And she yeah. doesn't have to have all of this skill. I mean... Yeah, I, I, honestly, I honestly can't really relate to where uh, Gabe was coming from with that because I'm like... I didn't think it was necessary <laughs> to have it would have, i'm sure it would have been it would have been nice but yeah it I mean, wasn't necessary could've... really yeah yeah it wasn't but i think my favorite element of the whole thing was the torture that uh kilgrave put her through most of the time and david Tennant, i gotta take my hat off to him he just he was just smashing he was just so good i i loved his performance and this is the one thing where I'm kind of split on when it comes to my opinion. 
because on the one hand he did he did a fantastic job but on the other hand he also to me he felt less like um kilgrave aka the purple man and he felt more like david tennant (laughs) Tennant, (laughs) you know i mean it's it felt like david tennant playing himself as a villain as opposed to playing a specific character who in the comics he's got very specific characteristics i mean like we you know like i was saying before in the comics he's literally purple and he and he's and David Tennant gave him a vulnerability that he never had in the comics, which they is not a bad thing. But I can see where you're going with this, and I agree that he he seemed less like the Purple Man that we saw in the beginning of the series. By mid-series, he was kind of friendly, and he was almost uh, we we almost feel sympathetic for him. But in, yeah. in a way, we shouldn't. In a way, we yeah. shouldn't. Um, yeah, and and I like the way that you say we almost. Because we, he never like as close as we get. He then does something that just oh flips you right back over. Flips you right back. It's like no, you're scum. You're you're, you're a scum. terrible they're, person. Yeah, yeah, so, you're horrible. And he's so. Uh, how do you? What's the word you would use to say he just does things? He's spiteful. He's he's spiteful when he uses his powers like against other people. I like when he has that guy throw the coffee in his face. It's just like. I, yeah. I, I kind of chuckled, actually. I was just like, oh, he's just such yeah. a, a kind of a – he's just a dick about it. He's a, he's a yeah. douche. Well, and, it's like he, uh, it's he never grew up. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. Then we we, uh, we understand that even though they probably didn't have to show us that, but I get why they did it. They Yeah. They, they really fleshed out his character and almost did it uh, to a fault. And uh, – Yeah. There's nothing really wrong with that. They probably could have done with less of of that if they really wanted to make Kilgrave stay Kilgrave. Yeah. Especially in the times when he was in Jessica Jones's family home, and he was yeah. like, "I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to make you like me." And yeah, he's, yeah. Even then. Yeah. But um, but I mean, that said though, he absolutely worked, and David Tennant is excellent. He's um, and he was excellent in that part, and so... I have never seen him do anything I didn't like. Yeah. Now, he's never done anything I didn't like him in. Well, uh, this is At not a popular... This is not a popular opinion. And Probably not. I know that people are going to hang me, but um, there's something that he did that I didn't really like, um, known as Doctor Who. You didn't like him in Doctor Who? I... Uh, okay, I liked him as the doctor, but only when the script wasn't busy fawning over how amazing he was. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we got David Tennant to play the doctor. We should just like make him so freaking cool. Well, I mean, cool it's just like, it's like the doctor's so great. It, I mean, it's like you had, you know, it's like you had uh, with um, Martha and with Rose, like both of them, just like he's just so amazing. He's so amazing. Everything about him is so amazing. Why can't he see 
why can't why can't he feel for me because he's so amazing and i'm just like okay i get it you think he's amazing i kind of think he's a self-righteous prick but you think he's amazing i get it i get it what did you think of christopher eccleston playing the doctor did you like i i i wish i could have had another season of him i really liked him i'll be honest too i really liked him other people hated him but i honestly i really like christopher eccleston as an actor i feel like we didn't get long enough to know him but yeah, you know, and, but like I didn't start liking David Tennant until he was with um, who was his third companion that he was with the oh, one that everyone um, the one that everyone thinks is annoying apparently. I liked his uh, first one. What was her name? Billy something. Billy uh, Piper. Rose? Yeah, Billy Piper. I liked her. Yeah, I and see, I I didn't because she's. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's like. I liked her more at the end than I did at the beginning, but she still seemed like a very sort of, it's like she was self-centered and she the was story, pretty self-centered. Yeah. And, and the story would reward her for being self-centered. Whereas, um, Donna was totally self-centered and the story would, the story would never let her live it down. Oh, they'd you know, like every, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I liked David Tennant, when he was with, uh, I liked his doctor when he was with Donna because she, instead of the other two who were fawning over him, she's like, I'm not taking your bull crap. And she, and, and they totally needled each other. And, and I thought their dynamic was much more entertaining to watch than, yeah, I kind of feel like, I feel like the people who love David Tennant the most and, and Rose and, and Martha the most are the are the girls who had a crush on David Tennant while they were watching it. And you know, I can respect that. I you you I like gals that girl. do. <laughs> but but me personally, like as just speaking for what I like, I like it better. I just I like Doctor Who in general better when it's not busy filleting the doctor. Like when it's and just telling just, a story. Yeah, like like when you're having fav- a Doctor adventure, that's that's my favorite doing. episode of of Doctor Who is the David Tennant episode um, Midnight, when they're on that crystal planet and there's something outside of the train. Oh yeah, and I love that because more than any other episode, that is when the Doctor was when the stakes were high enough where it's like, oh my gosh, he might actually freaking die. He doesn't actually know what he's doing. He's in over his head. It's like for the rest of the series, he was never in over his head. Well, that's what he we like always... to see. We want to see him vulnerable. I think that yeah. that makes yeah. the series more interesting all the Yeah, year. exactly. And I and and I just I get annoyed because I feel like you just end up seeing the Doctor Invincible all the time and and it's like people complain about Superman being boring for that reason and yet no one complains about the doctor doing the exact same thing but yeah. that has that doesn't really have anything to do with Jessica Jones that's just <laughs> my own mild rant anyway about, yeah David about, Tennant, how, though. about how all the popular people like stuff and in my hipster opinion they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> you can be wrong in your own way and it's okay Scott we'll let that go oh, oh yeah I'm wrong um, too um Carrie Moss uh oh my gosh interesting okay. yeah this is this is bad confession time but know. have you ever had like a character that you're like I 
oh, I don't like you. I don't like the decisions you're making. But yeah, she was definitely that person. But yet, but yet in a weird way, you're like, I relate to you in a way that kind of scares me. (laughs) They're, uh, they have a, I guess, a guilty pleasure side that you relate to. Well, it's not even like guilty pleasure. It's more like a, it's, it's more of a case of, I can't. I can't fully tell myself that if I was in that same situation... You would do any different. I would do any different. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of... And I think that's one of the things that made her really effective as a character. Like, especially, like... Like, I kind of groaned when... um, I groaned when Nuke... I keep forgetting what his actual name was. But... Because they never refer to him as Nuke. But I keep, I kind of groaned when he torched all the evidence. I'm like, oh, I saw it coming. But with him, it's like that's just him being a stubborn moron. And I can't relate to a stubborn moron. Whereas with her, when she was left alone with Kilgrave, and you totally see the wheels turning in her head and her realizing, wait, this is how I can end my marriage. It just I, – I was sitting there. Just, I was talking to the TV. Just like, no, no, don't do it. Yeah, don't but you were, it. and you were reading between the lines. You could see yeah. their thought processes yeah. where yeah, they, where exactly. it was taking the story, and you're like, no, 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 no don't yeah, do that. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that. Don't do that. I know you're gonna do it. It's like, I know, I know you're, you're gonna that. betray everybody. I know you're gonna screw everything up. And it's like and I'm I can't. Hate in you some ways, it. I kind of can't blame you because from. Well, I can totally blame you, but I also can't... Well, we sympathize, but we hate her for it all the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, because because anyone who's anyone who's been through even just relationship troubles or breakups or just knows that they're brutal. Oh, and they, they hurt quite and, a bit, yeah. And really, um, you know, it's like my, my parents are divorced, so it's like I didn't... I didn't I didn't experience the divorce myself, but I saw the fallout and no, you more so felt the, it. Yeah, like oh, I totally felt it. I could and if you were my therapist, we'd be here for hours. Um <laughs> but uh I don't have that job title. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um but at the same time though, it's like the thing about when a relationship ends is the is it has when a relationship is ending, the only way to get back to normalcy is for it to end to really end <laughs> to actually end and the fact that her you know the, the the fact that her soon-to-be ex-wife was just refusing to let it end is just so hard to deal with and so excruciating and so it was like but and so yeah, like I, I people thought... are so vindictive in this show, and they're uh, they they have very clear motives. I enjoyed that about this about yeah, this show. Everybody yeah. has something. Yeah. And nobody yeah, has n- nobody has nothing. Everybody has something. Yeah. Everybody's even... trying to do something to somebody out of some uh, emotion or action, and yeah. uh, it really makes for interesting storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Like and. Again, even looking at her, her ex, you can understand why she's doing what she's doing too. I mean, everyone had clear motives. That she feels betrayed, and Carrie Moss's character has new love that she wants to explore and doesn't love her her yeah. wife anymore. Well, it's like how how would you feel to basically just be dumped for the for the, the new model? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like oh, you're you're out. 
you're outdated. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, I think that about clears things up for me, though. I Overall, I enjoy the show, and um, I can't see. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next. Um, they're gonna have to pull out something from somewhere uh, to, I guess, give her a, a, a good villain to come up against. But yeah. I look forward to more uh, detective work. It'll be fun. I do too, and I, I loved the way it ended with basically her forming. <laughs> well, I, I just loved how her. Um, you know, her neighbor down the hall. Oh, Malcolm, like, picks up the phone. Yeah, he's taking taking calls. Taking and, calls. And, and Jessica's just like, wait a second, what's going on here? I don't know if I agree to this. But I can't it's do happening. this anymore. I hate yeah. this. You're all idiots. This is stupid. But it, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Overall, I thought it was an excellent series. Just Yeah, smashing and, job, just like they did with Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, and I, par. and, and, I really feel like you need to hit the nail on the head where just the fact that everyone had clear motives. I I don't think... I don't like people standing around saying stuff, but not, you know, saying something. I want I yeah. want people doing things, being places, yeah. because they, they're, they, they want to be there. They, they need to be yeah. there. And I, I remember... If you have useless characters in the way that are meaningless i'm just like get that person out somebody get out the the long cane and just yank them off the stage please yeah exactly exactly it's like i i remember i I wish i could remember what what critic it was but there was a critic who basically they said they were only gonna judge every movie they watched by asking what does the character want and then judging the movie based off of how clearly and consistently it made that Apparent. Oh, just by that logic alone, you it ex- almost excludes completely my, one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's The Big Lebowski, because nobody in that no, movie has, like... I would disagree. I would disagree. You know exactly I what everyone wants. Everyone wants to be doing anything but what they're doing at that moment. That, that I mean, I guess that is a motive, but it's a, it's a not motive at the same time. That's the thing, though. It's like, that's perfect. Well, that's, that's why that movie the, works. so entertaining. It's what makes it work. It's, well, it's either it's, everybody has a motive or nobody has a motive. I guess you exactly. can't have you can't have it, something half and yeah. half. Yeah, where it's like you know, it's like not having a motive works, but when it's when you have an inconsistent motive that is annoying. Like for example, um, in Jurassic World, you have um, Bryce Dallas Howard's character um, when her nephews go missing. You know, she gets the jeep. Um, you know, she gets with the Jeep with uh, Chris Pratt, and they start driving off, you know? And it's clear that what she wants at that moment is to find her nephews. But then there's a scene where they stop, and Chris Pratt gets out to look at, like, this sick, dying, um, you know, this sick, dying dinosaur. And she kind of, like, follows along, and then... That's when she like stoops down and pets the dinosaur and realizes that they're not just something. Yeah, but the problem with that scene is, is what is it that she wanted at that time? She wanted, I don't know. I mean, I guess what she wanted the previous scene was to find her nephews. Well, now Now she feels guilty and she wants to save the park. 
Well, no, no. But look at it from how a real person re- would react. If a real person wants to find their nephews, that's not going to magically go away as soon as they see a sick dinosaur. They're still going to want to find the freaking nephews. Well, I guess and they instead misplaced of, that scene then. Yeah, well, they mis- Well, basically, they misplaced that direction. Like, it's like instead of oh, I'll just wander and follow, and oh yeah, this nice dinosaur and everything. She should have been like, hey, we need to get going. It's like, I'm sorry these dinosaurs are sick, but I want to find my nephews. If they had had that and him be like, just a minute, and then she comes over, then it would have been consistent. But they didn't have anything like that. It was totally inconsistent. And that's one of the reasons why I hate that stupid, overrated, retarded movie. Because nothing was consistent with characters. Uh, you and I will have to have a separate conversation about that movie. Yeah. But, um... But- Anyway, just, yeah. yeah. Getting back to, uh, rubric, to Jessica Jones was fantastic. Everyone, yes. you knew what everyone wanted, and they were consistent, and, and it made it better. Two thumbs up. Yeah, totally. Um, anyway, that's all the time we have for tonight. Um, you can find us on uh, iTunes, on uh, Facebook, and Twitter, and um, I'm missing one here. Patreon where you can uh, go and donate to our podcast if you like us. Uh, Please like us on Facebook and on Twitter. Oh, and on YouTube. Yeah, we're on YouTube. That's the one I forgot. And uh, give us a shout-out. We like to hear ideas on what to talk about. And then, um, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, We will have weekly episodes also uh, during the middle of the week for uh, weekly news and updates uh, from the Everything Nerddom. So look forward to that, and uh, thank you very much for listening. 